Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. Episode 108, Atomic Habits. It's the last part of the book study portion before we get to the interviews. Yes, we know our audience is looking forward to that. We are too. So yes, advanced tactics. It's like, yeah, ninja mm-hmm. skills. How to go from being merely good to being truly great. Yes, so that chapter 18 talks about how we have giftings. A lot of times people are like, oh, they're just a natural at it. Well, God has given you specific gifts for you to leverage into his purpose. So make sure you're doing a gut check on that. We actually have a free giftings and passions finder. We'll link it in the show notes if you need help finding out what that is for you. Yes, the overall takeaway from this chapter is make sure that you're aligning your habits with your natural abilities. Again, Mm -hmm. this is for someone who's finding how to get started and set themselves up for success. Once you get good at that, then you can set a higher goal and so on and so forth. Right. If I'm becoming a runner and I'm trying to identify as a runner, I'm not going to say, oh, well, I'm going to just go run a marathon. That's not step one. That's step a lot, more than one. Yeah, and that's, I think, like in sports where you see injuries or maybe you're feeling the frustration from, um, you know, I'm trying to think of, like, if I was going to be a figure skater, Mm -hmm. I will tell you that that would not align with my abilities. Here's another fun fact. For some reason, I absolutely can't stand falling. Can't stand it. Even like a trip? Can't stand it. Why can't you stand it? You are so passionate right now. No, I've been told. Like, does it just make you mad? It's like a lack of control is what people say. Oh, fair and everybody falls. No, I can't stand falling. Okay, well. Someone out there gets it. I don't think anyone's ever excited. Like, oh, I fell down and scraped my knee. This is great. I can't stand falling. Guess what's going to happen if I try to become a figure skater? I'm going to fall a lot because skating God is not, not my talent. With- <laughs> he has not gifted me with the ability. I don't fall. In fact, like when I was pregnant different times and like going somewhere, Jacob wasn't overtly like, here, let me hold your hand or hold on to me. And he's like, no, nah, I know you're coordinated. So I actually am pretty talented on land and feet <laughs> not falling. Like I will trip in the pretty water good. on skates out no nope. no i'm out i won't ski <laughs> i will not ski mostly because i'm not gonna fall well i mean i would fall so that's why i don't do it anyways uh, someone know, out there is just as passionate about falling as i am well and here's here's my advice um <laughs> it's a quote oh gosh from Hit me with the it. famous chumba wumba <laughs> i get knocked down but, but I, I get, get up, up again, again. you yeah, never gonna get me down i get knocked down so, but you got to get back up again. Well, 
they won't keep you down if you're already up, standing, <laughs> never falling in the first place. Yeah, Anywho. All that to say. You can avoid a lot of heart frustration and heartbreak and a lack of success by starting with habits that align with your abilities. Yeah, your purpose, your passion, your calling. If it's all aligned with God, then it's going to be a lot easier. Yeah, and we are all about dreaming big here and pushing the goal further and further and higher and higher. Um, so we are definitely not saying aim low for life, but start start with something start in your small. wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and just remember that your giftings and passions, if you are exceptionally gifted with languages, that doesn't mean you don't need to work hard. So make sure you're working hard with whatever it is, whether that's you're really good with your spatial skills so you don't have, whenever you are building something, it's easy and fast for you. That doesn't mean rest on the job too much or, you know, like do compromise your integrity there. Yeah. Make sure you're aligned still. We don't sugarcoat things here. So even if you pick something that um, lends itself to your natural talents, we're not saying there won't be an amount of work. You're going to have the days that you still don't feel like doing the habit or doing the thing or days that it's harder than others. Man, my goodness. I think I could work out earlier in the morning. I can't really say this, but let's just pretend. Jacob's really good about getting up with the kids in the night. He's a light sleeper. And I think he thinks it's always a bad guy. And so by the time he realizes it's not, and it's one of the kids, he's already out of bed. So then he just addresses their needs. But let's pretend I was the one that always had to get up with them. <laughs> It'd be much easier to work out in the mornings on days where three kids didn't get out of their bed. Right. Compared to the days when they did. Even if I'm a morning person, right, if that's my natural inclination, there's still going to be days that are challenging and days that it's going to require the extra effort. For sure. Okay, right. chapter 19 talks about the Goldilocks rule. The Goldilocks? Yes. You know. Have you had porridge? Mm, I'm trying to not have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> what is the difference between like porridge and oatmeal? <clears throat> all of it's bad. It's all bad. It is quite mushy. It's all bad. Nope. Me and my dad, if we eat something that's mushy, we have to have something crunchy with it. Mm. Back to the chips. Mm. So tonight we had pot pie. Do you notice I brought my cheddar cheeses? Yeah, I saw that. Do they not? Are they a natural pairing? I don't know, <laughs> but I needed some but crunch. The mush and the crunch, yes. Yeah. Well, that sounds terrible. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> the Goldilocks rule. Uh, so whenever you're presented with a challenge, or whenever you're trying to grow someone, you want to give them a challenge that is challenging and attainable through hard work. You don't want to make it too easy. Because then that could go wrong in all kinds of ways. You don't want to make it too hard because that could also go wrong in all kinds of ways with burnout, quitting, all that jazz. You want to do something that is attainable, SMART goals. Remember we talked about that acronym several episodes ago. It needs to be all of those things. Yeah, I think it's always fun to try to make it exciting. Uh, so again, it, anyone can work hard when they feel motivated, but what do you do when you don't feel motivated? Right. My kids are never motivated to put their clothes away mm -hmm. and so every parent does this do you ever time them sometimes yeah you're like throw this away from me and they're like no and they're like i'll time you and they go okay yeah and they're like what else can i throw away and i'm like well, why don't you go put that toy in your room i'll time you yeah that's a really good one so it's still the same task but we've then made it exciting and this is the difference between people who are going to be more successful versus not. It's 
everybody's going to hit a part where it's difficult and challenging. It's who is going to push through that and come out on the other side. That's going to be the difference maker. I feel the need to tell this story. Do it. It has nothing really to do with, I guess, sort of a habit. But my dad told me the story that him and this other guy that he worked with at a programming company, they would go and get a drink out of the vending machine at you know a certain time each day. And so... <laughs> And probably it was probably my dad that started it because it's his personality. But as they walked up to the machine, they would throw their quarter <laughs> at the machine and try to make it in the slot. And that's what brought some entertainment to the afternoons. And they're going to get sodas, you know, probably for caffeine and just for a break. Um, but one day he actually made it. Nice. And he said no one would believe him. But this guy was with him. Yeah. And so one day he threw a quarter into the little quarter slot on the vending machine. Nice. I hope he bought a lottery ticket later that night. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I think he did because I think we'd know about it. But he has that kind of luck with stuff. Like dumb luck with throwing things into things. Nice. He's good at beer pong. He should definitely look at our episode 102 with the Enneagram gift guide. Out- yeah, and the outdoor. Yeah, gifts. don't tell them. Father's Day is like, coming up. Okay, la, 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 la. Don't listen to this part, Kim. Sorry. But everybody else, you should go check out all the fun yard games. Oh, man. So fun. <laughs> I'm still laughing at what the sixes got for their outdoor yard game. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Episode 102. <laughs> Wear a helmet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. This is chapter 20. This is it. All the marbles. The downside of creating good habits. Wait, what? There could be a downside? Mm. Well, that would be if we don't continue to push ourselves, grow ourselves. We fall into the monotonous nothingness. We're like, oh, I'm just, I'm a robot now. So that's why you always want to have something that is challenging and still brings that excitement. So make sure you're always striving for more and not just settling. Yeah, I think this idea plays well into the whole idea that, you know, this whole practice makes perfect. Right. Well, it really depends on the quality of practice, and I don't like the word perfect, so we'll say progress. Mm -hmm. Um, So just going to practice every day isn't actually going to guarantee that you get better. It's going to be how much effort are you putting in, how good of a practice are you having, are the coaches, you know, able to look at you as an individual player or, you know, positions on the field and develop you uh, to what you need to get to. Um, So deliberate practice is a really good phrase in this part. Yes, we talked a lot about that in the Grit mini-series. That's episodes 19 through 25 and how if you are speaking life into someone, make sure it's something specific. Not like, hey, go kick your ball for a few minutes. Like, okay, no, let's set up a drill, set up a target of something, some sort of something that's going to push them to be just that 1% better every time. Even if you're working on spiritual growth and you're like, I'm going to go to church every Sunday, that's a good like initial, and that's a pretty big step. Um, maybe it's put my church clothes on every Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> no, so you go to church, but then showing up isn't necessarily enough. Then naturally you might check out, make the grocery list, in the side of your Bible or in your head and you miss the whole sermon, even though you were physically there. So actively participating, taking notes, maybe serving, maybe joining a Bible study or church group outside of church as well. So um, I feel like it's a natural part of the process. Again, once those habits become automatic, they don't have the same amount of effort um, naturally to 
you know, get to where you want to be. You're going to want to increase and up your goals a little bit more. Yes, always striving for better, and that's what we talk about all the time on the podcast. Wow, we did it, Farron. That was Quick, Fast, and In a Hurry, Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. And one of the other taglines of the book is tiny changes, remarkable results. I think looking at the book overall as a whole, like what I thought about habits before and what I think about habits now Mm -hmm. is I always thought of them as these big changes that you start like next day. Right. And then... Unfortunately, they tended to fizzle out. Mm-hmm. So I think the big takeaway I got from this is starting small with that two-minute drill, reducing the friction, ugh, resistance, mm-hmm. <laughs> making it easier and making the hard, the bad habits harder. Um, so I think those two things. Right. To sum it up or recap, episode 103 was the fundamentals about the book. And then we went through the first law, which is make it obvious. The second law, make it attractive. The third law, make it easy. The fourth law, make it satisfying. And then we just wrapped up with advanced tactics, how to go from good to great. What's your big takeaway? Well. Or two or seven or eight. So I was even thinking we talk about some habits that we have adopted in since we've got a few minutes. Maybe we can yeah, do that. So you mentioned Daily Audio Bible at some time in this miniseries. I don't know if it was this episode or a couple episodes ago. Often. We batch record. So we did all this in one night. I'm proud of us. We're getting so much better at it. That's a habit. 1% better. Yeah, showing up every day. Um, As some of y'all know, we, this is not our full-time job. This is our thing that Jesus said, hey, do this. And we say, yes, sir. So we make the commitment to show up almost every Friday night. And work on this. And then everything you see or hear, it's done when kids go to sleep. So, showing up every day. I mean, this is, it's almost year two. Our podcast anniversary is at the end of June. Hmm. So, that's good. Showing up every day. And eventually, the dividends will pay off. But for right now, we rest in knowing that is what we've been called to do. Yep. There's that. That was a really good deep habit. Yeah. Oof. I have a surface level one. Yeah, let's hear it. So, um, my alarms, I just reuse them and Mm -hmm. don't always, like, if I named it for one reason, then that's just the name. And so, my morning alarm used to be the name of an old group I had at the last school I worked with. Not, like, the students' names, but just the group name I gave Uh them. And it always was like, my alarm goes off, and it was like, oh, school. (laughs) (laughs) So then one day I decided I'm going to change it. And so now every morning when my alarm goes off, it says seize the day. Oh, I like that. That's just a little tweak. And Kelly Smith that Mm -hmm. we did, we interviewed her on um, behavior and she talks about the book Love and Logic and we worked, she spoke on Switch on Your Brain, that mini series. Do you know what she does for several? I don't know. Surely it's not just me. But she sends a like, good wishes, like, good morning message through Facebook Messenger Mm -hmm. almost every day. Yeah, and you know what, that might, that, sure, that's for you, and that's a nice thing she can do for others, but that's also helping her practice intentional, positive communication with others. Yeah, because let me tell you, when I go to return the favor, I look up 
you know, positive day quotes. Yeah. And then I'm scrolling through all these great things till I find the one that I feel like I need to send that day. And so it's then creating that habit in her habits, creating that habit in me. Yeah, I like how you can combine the principles of atomic habits into something that is a mutual goal, which is great. Yeah, serves others. Um, and that, of course, is fulfilling in itself. Right. So, you know, she may get an immediate reward when she sees that I've read it. Because uh, that came up in a chapter is like mm-hmm. when we get immediate rewards, we're more likely to keep doing them. And same thing with immediate consequences. So there's that. I like it. So I did this exercise with one of my friends um, earlier this week at the time of this recording. Um, she is going through a little bit of overwhelm. So we talked about, all right, what are your top three priorities? holistically just write them out and so I gave her an example of what mine looked like so my top priorities would be God Morgan kids and then everything else is just gonna like nothing's I do not need to replace fitness with kids like yes that is definitely very important health is important but I've got to make sure my kids are fed and feel loved above other things so yes I can work out and do different things and that's a whole nother thing that's besides the point so what I had done and now it's on automate and I didn't realize that until I explained all of this to her so if God is priority number one what is just one thing I can do to move in the right direction what's one just one thing because if I go to more it's just it's too much in my brain so my one thing is listen to dab daily audio bible app on the way to work or whenever I'm in the car, if it's the weekend and I'm trying to play catch up or whatever. So that is the one thing I can do to improve my relationship with God. Great, cool. What's the one thing I can do for my spouse? So I ask myself, when when I walk in the door coming back from work, I say, what is one thing I can do to serve Morgan? And that has taken a lot more training. <laughs> So I like I know that dishes in the sinks is pet peeve, so I check that first. Are there dishes in there? No? Okay. Uh, is there something in the washer that I need to move to the dryer? I just try to look for just one thing. Just one thing. And then the third thing is kids. And then you mentioned this, Baron, in the past mini-series. When kids come to your room after work, if you would just stop for five minutes and talk to them. And get, get all their words out. Get all your words out, kids. Then... It, it doesn't have the stop-start interruption of when you're trying to cook or when you're trying to do whatever else it is you have to do. So after I do the one thing for Morgan, then I chat it up with my kids, make sure they're set and good, and then I can trickle down to priority four, five, and six, or I can go in-depth with priorities one, two, three. So there's that. I like that. That's a really good one. Yep. Well, that's a good starting point for everybody, so ready, set, break. (laughs) Next week, we will have our interview series, part of the series kickoff. So we'll have three interviews, and then that will wrap up the Atomic Habits miniseries. Yeah. Who knows what's next? You'll have to stick around to find out. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, not, it's not scary. Something happier. It's a happier tune. Do, 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 do. Do, do. Great. <laughs> Bye. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission 
by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team, creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes.